0: On this episode, I talk about design changes, what I would do with $3,000 to build my business, and do I like being challenged? Thanks, Seth. This is awesome. So cool. Hey, everybody, this is Gary vay Nerd Chuck, and this is episode 205 of the Ask Gary Vee Show. I'm glad we snuck this one in. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I, you know, with, with uh, the whole Tyler and India thing, like, like, I, I think we're out of rhythm of like scheduling. I mean, I have not been on a pace at all with this show. This has been the dark ages these last 45 days. So, yeah. need to get back on track. Garrett, thanks for holding up Facebook Live. Good to see you guys. How's that going? How many views have we got so far?
1: 818
0: so Nice, very nice. Quick to 1,000. India, it's great to see you. Good to see you too. How have you been? Good. All well? All well. Great. You ready for the show? I am. Did you see our montage? Let's get into the show! I did not watch it yet. Oh, it's Busy. So it's so great. Yeah, it's like. Should we should we can should we put in yeah. like how long is it? We've done a good. lot of shows. Good. Can can we uh, can we put it right here and it has to be my channel. Click out. Stefan you know you messed know, this up. Link it up. Link this one up. Got it? We'll link up our montage. Oh, I'm sorry. So let's add to our montage. Okay. Let's get into That's the show. Nice one. That was good. Yeah, nice and solid, not too crazy. Uh, Trouties. <laughs> What is that, like salmon? <laughs> is that like salmon? Is that a salmon sweater? Much brighter than salmon. Yeah, okay, okay. Trouty. Make sure you put up his handle. So Everybody who's watching this show, go tweet Trouty. Nice salmon sweater. Yeah, let's do that. Nice Hashtag salmon. nice, put that up Stefan. Yep. Nice salmon sweater. Put his handle. Uh, actually, really funny story about Trouty. His, John Troutman, I think his handle is Trouty, which is Mike Trout, the best baseball player in the world, or the second best baseball player in the world. Big ups, Bryce Harper. To uh, most people, that's his nickname, and most people think Trout is him. Like people, every time Mike Trout like, hits two home runs in a game, his Twitter explodes. Anyway, let's get into this show, India. James asks Gary, I want to snap and vlog my work, but I'm mostly sitting at a desk on my phone and email. How can I add variety in content? Well, you've got to be creative. I mean, you know, funny thing about this is there's a crazy thing, guys, crazy thing about creating content both for social media, both for television, both for books, both for uh, magazine articles, uh, it's called talent. Um, There are plenty of people that can sit at a desk all day and produce amazing content because they're funny, they're clever, um, they're imaginative, they are creative by nature. So my answer is talent, James. You know, you've got to come up with an idea and like asking me to give you the creative pillar is not a good strategy because I could tell you that you could do it all day long. You could do a whole series on Snapchat of like random websites. Like why don't you just take your phone while you sit at your desk and in between important things go to stumble upon, click a button, random website, show it on the screen and you audit Those websites, you add your two cents, social commentary to every website on the internet. You never have to leave your desk ever again. But are you good enough? Are you funny enough? Are you quick-witted enough? One of my most famous videos is when I cold called somebody and tried to sell them an ad because I was good at it. That's why I was good content. I just sat at my desk and so I think the answer is um, too many people think that you have to rely on amazing scenery or having a mix different day. I, I think my Snapchat's all the same shit. It's just like me and my face of like wherever I am. I'm trying to mix it up. I eat a banana here and there. Now I'm going to weird bathrooms. Like I'm trying, but like like have you seen that yet? Yeah, I've got it. Thank you. you. I'm trying to I'm trying to like I travel a lot and I think bathroom culture is fascinating. So, I have you know, a popular blog called restaurant bathrooms. Well, there you go. They're super interesting. So, there you go. So so how why would you even ask because me that? What are, do you th- <laughs> <Because laughs> What well, hold on, let's start over. Well, you just said wonder difference are, between a really random like creepy bathroom and you start trying from it and then like curating a blog of interesting astronaut after. Yeah, super different <laughs> India. Anyway, my man James, anything can be funny, anything can be interesting, it comes down to the talent. If you're one that needs the visual support, well then you're gonna, I mean, this is a binary question. Meaning like, if you're not good enough in a mundane similar situation to create something that's interesting and intriguing, well then, I don't know, you gotta get a new job. Like something crazy, like I don't know, you're stuck. Like like there's certain truths, like you're gonna sit at your job and do calls at your desk, it sounds like regardless. So instead of saying that's a defense, make it an offense. It's a mindset. Unless you're willing to change a job and travel the world and have all this great scenery in the background, like buck up Charlie, James, and uh, and figure it out. I mean you can make a whole meme just about, I can do a whole thing just on Courtney. At the front of our, like I can do all, I can basically make, look, I can basically make anybody famous if I want to. <laughs> mean, it's true. I like to think I'm a little entertaining. Sean. What's up, Gary? Come Sean from Denver, Colorado here. You can see the beautiful Rocky Mountains in the background. Good My work. question for you is about negotiation. What are some of your best tips for getting the deal done and making sure that it's mutually beneficial for both parties. Sean, Thanks. it's it's interesting, great question. Thank you for heeding the call for better video, better, better scenery in the background. I'm sure there's a bunch that are pent up from a month or two ago. Um, you know, it's funny, they're one and the same. I'm very aggressive. And I very aggressively go after a person and say, look, as quickly as possible, I want you to trust me. Tell me what you want. What is in your vested interest. If I can figure out what that person wants. And first I go with honesty. And you know what's funny? When somebody's negotiating with you, they don't want to give you honesty. You know? And actually I use it as a tactic to build a relationship. If I go at somebody and say, look, and by the way, you guys know this with salary. Some of you know this with salaries. It's how I negotiate almost everything. It's like, like, I just want to know. Like, if I, like, because by the way, if you say, hey, I want to pay VaynerMedia $4 a month and I want $4 a month, well, then we just saved a lot of time. I'm like, cool, let's do it. Um, so I think my best tactic is, has been the same, which is honesty, truth, and aggressiveness to extract the truth from the other person. You know, I'm naturally a counterpuncher, right? In my marketing and definitely in my negotiating. It's like, what do you want to happen for how much? And, uh, and if I can get them into a truthful place. Now, one of the keys to my strategy is drawing a line in the sand. When I say to somebody, give me your best offer. And if I can hit it, I'll do it. If they then give me an offer uh, that I can't do, I have to say no and I can't move. So it's just all grounded in truths. So I think you have to know what you want uh, and I think you have to try to extract from the other person what they want and you need to try to make them feel comfortable that you're in their best interest. One thing I do is I point to my career at this point and let them know that I've done everything on lifetime value. That I don't need to make as much money up front. It's all about the long term. And so I require that for my people. I require that for my partners. And so I just think the right way to go there is go right at it. Go look, what's gonna get this deal done? Like for me I'd rather leave profit on the table to get the deal done quicker. I think too many people want to guess the higher number. Like let's say I want $8,000 for this. I think too many people are like 12,000. Instead of saying to them, how much is it going to get done? And if Stephon says 7,500, if I'm okay with that, even though I want 8,000, like good, done, let's go. Speed, movement, trust, relationship. Get finding a place where you can trust that person. You're on the same page. That's how I see it. Nishida asks, Gary, how do design changes to apps that cause a negative stir affect brand image or usage? Is this back to Instagram? Basically, yeah. I mean this stuff happens all the time. <laughs> Remember when Uber changed its logo? I mean I think Uber's new logo is way worse than its old one. Mm-hmm. But that's a one man's subjective opinion even though all four of you shook your head. Do, ooh, do you like the Instagram one better now? No? 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 I like the UX better. Than the logo. Yeah. The UX. Got it. Yeah, so me neither but like, whatever, Like, nobody gives a crap. If anybody still today cares about the Instagram design change then, then they don't realize that Instagram is a business and not a museum like like in the context that i come from if you're making art that you want debated for the rest of time it really matters if you're talking about business like everybody complains about logo changes on sports teams pro con logo changes of apps pro con it's a fun thing to talk about but if you noticed i got bombarded about it on social and i didn't even answer anybody's question about it because i didn't even want to respect the question because for me from a business standpoint it has 0.00000 impact on instagram's business Now, the UI and the UX, if it makes people stay on it longer, engage with it longer, that has huge impact. But the logo itself, I mean, as a matter of fact, though, it does have impact. Like, I'm not poo pooing design. I mean, I believe in design. For example, I think I'm using Instagram less. Like, the first week, just because my eye didn't recognize the logo as much, I hit it less times. Not even kidding. But I'm a focus group of one. I think net, net in a 60, 90, 100 day term, it doesn't matter. I'm already back to my normal usage on Instagram. And so, um, you know, listen, it can be a, an issue but I think a lot of times press over engages it. For example, like when the Gap changed its logo and that was a hold to do and they changed back or when people have to do that, a lot of times it's more about the press and like the like perception and then the stock price more so than what's actually happening in user behavior. But sometimes it can be a change but I, I, I don't over, listen, I think a, a name and a logo can always be trumped by the quality of the product. Even bad press. When Uber's getting all that bad press, you know of my friends are like, oh, I feel bad what Uber's doing. And they're like, take an Uber while they're saying it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big fan of actions over words. Um, all the people that are like, I hate the Instagram logo but are using it .3 times more today than they did a week ago. Like, What does that then mean? It's like saying you're moving to Canada if you don't like the President and then not moving which is what basically all my extremist friends on the Republican and Democratic side have done over the last 16 years. Everybody moved to Canada during Bush. Everybody moved to Canada during Obama. And so far nobody moved to Canada <laughs> because you're full of shit. And that that's just a higher level so, conversation of like the logo. What does it mean? I don't know. A lot, a lot of people like to say things on social media. I like to know what you actually do versus what you actually say. Good. Yeah. I put the... I think it's Avica or Avicha. Um It's Avici. Avici is asking a question. Finally. <laughs> yes, you can sample my shit. <laughs> Avica asks, Gary, you challenge the old every day. How do you feel when challenged from the young, professionally? Tremendous! I love to be challenged more than anything. I think one of the misnomers of a cult of personality like myself is that we all love, yes, men and women around us. I can tell you that. Look, I mean, you get the benefit of being right. You know, one of the things I hate about my success, and I'm not going to because I don't want to jinx my success, is the longer I have it, and the more of it I have, the less I'm being challenged by the young or the less experienced or the less winning. Um, you know. It's very dangerous once you've accumulated success that you're not being challenged. I I love challenging people and I love to be challenged. What I love most about being challenged is like 8 out of 10 times that I'm challenged in something I really know I feel like the person's challenging me for the sake of challenging me because they're playing that role because they think it's going to catch my attention but then I'm actually in the game of the argument and when they look like an idiot and they're wrong by all standards it actually makes them lose so I guess why I'm painting you that little picture is when I challenge, I challenge with substance. Like if I, It's funny that I just talked about presidents. Like politics, healthcare, macroeconomic issues, geopolitical issues, terrorism, um, health and wellness. Um, boy, do I not challenge anybody. Boy, do I do a lot of listening and when I'm at my worst, occasional pontificating about my opinion on it. But boy, you will not see venom. If we all have brunch and we start talking about something I don't know about, it's stunning how quiet I get. It's just you only see me in things that I know. You only see me challenging things that I know. Of course I'm gonna challenge Seth Godin if I don't agree with him because I know. And so um, I love when somebody somebody challenges me at this company and outside this company when I can taste that they know what they're talking about because then you have some real, frictions make diamonds. I want to get better. I want somebody to challenge me. But when you're gonna challenge me that TV or direct mail's better, and all you have is some bullshit from 1984, and you're not a practitioner anymore, and you have nothing to back it up, like you're gonna get eaten up. I love being challenged. I want the young to challenge me all day. And you saw me, you saw me in the episode with the 15 year old girls from Musically. Like, I was listening. I don't need to, like, I'm not telling them they're wrong. They're in high school, they're there. They're like, all my kids. In my class or on Twitter, I'm like, cool, respect. Wow. You know, so so that's that. And by the way, that's a focus group of one high school. That doesn't mean Twitter is now, you know, like everybody's like, oh, Gary, you thinks Twitter is huge in high school. Like, no, I think it's an interesting thing to pay attention to because after that comment, hundreds of more emails and comments of people like, yeah, that's true in my high school too. And by the way, tens, by the way, just to give ground to you, of like, I don't know what that girl's talking about in my high school, nobody's doing it. like so but tens to hunt, you know Last one. Joey. Joey, nice jet sign. Hey Gary Vaynerchuk, I saw in one of your videos you got asked if you were to build a company in 2016, today, from scratch, uh, what would you pick? You know, erase all your followers, all the companies that you built up to this date. You said you would choose something like Nike. So my question is, at the beginning stages of your company, what would you do for your three next moves? What would your top three first moves be to help grow your company, and keep in mind, you only have $3,000. What would those three steps <laughs> be? Would it be can get more specific. Ad, uh, an expo at a convention center, um, inventory, what would it be? Let me know, can't wait to hear your answer, and thank you for including my question in today's show. <laughs> What's his name? Joey, Joey, great question. Look, the truth is, Joey, and everybody's watching, and so many of you are emailing me, and please, by the way, oh, this is a good opportunity. Stefan, could you put a little, uh. Little uh, video pop up of like, you'll do a little editing for this one. Actually, put a picture. I don't want to make you go. Uh, Ask Gary V, the search engine. If you have business questions, my new search engine is unbelievable. All my questions, all my answers transcribed, all there in the search engine. And so, you know, so many questions about this. And truth is, Joey, you, you clearly asked for yourself. There's so many things you could be doing for your apparel business, I guess, is why you referenced Nike. Like, you know, first of all, I would say if you're in apparel, The number one thing I would do is try to get Instagram influencers to wear your product at zero cost all the way up to $1, $3, $50, $100. I think influencers are grossly underpriced. Um, So I think think the game is about exposure and conversion um, and I think that too many people um, don't really understand how to run a business, make a lot of bad mistakes. As a matter of fact, I'm super pumped that Shark Tank is now doing this after the tank. TV show. I don't know if any of you watched it, um, but Lizzie loves it. And like, so like, they're showing people going out of business because they grow too fast. They don't understand. There's a real cadence of growing. It's, it's like anything in life. Like, you can't get too ahead of yourself. You can't go too slow. You know, it's funny. A lot of people when they start digging into my content realize that I'm a real contradiction. That I believe in very opposite points of view. And um, and I think my answer to your question is it's a mix of a hundred different things. I couldn't give you on this show. I'm not going to give you what you want from this question, which is like these three. T- tactical things, I'm, I only give very black and white tactical advice when I actually have hours to sit down look at your business and actually understand what I'm talking about. I don't want to look like an idiot or have egg on my face. So then I talk about religious points of view, right? So for you, you need to get that shirt and you need to get as much exposure the same way you hacked your way onto this show asking a question, now you've got exposure, right? I saw you put your little Snapchat logo down there in the corner, some people snapped it following you now, you're looking for exposure, I think it's a grind, right? Like for apparel businesses are very hard, you need distribution, you need awareness, um, to me what I would do is a lot of listening, I would tell you a very honest answer, Joey, if I were you, at, as young as you look, and you look great, nice and young, super super fit, dude, um, oh, India likes it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you said, yeah, yeah what? That, like, what do you want me to say? Well, look horrible? No, no, <laughs> but like, you know, it was, was. Yes, was he's no, fit. Yes, that's exactly right. That's right, he's a fit man. Right, Garrett? Yeah. Yeah, super fit. Garrett agrees too. Yeah, exactly. Yes, it wasn't a boy-girl thing, just, <laughs> is he fit? Um, uh, you know, I think, that, um, I think that one of the things that scares the living piss out of me is that a young dude like you and so many young dudes and dudettes like you Everybody's just jumping in and running a business. Like, You know what I would tell you to do? Actually, you know what? I'm going there, screw it. You know what I'd tell you to do? Shut your business down and go work for an apparel company for three years. Go email every CEO of an apparel company that's doing over $5 million a year in revenue that you respect, all of them. Sit down, grab a nice shake, right? Kale, a nice kale shake and map every single CEO in the world that has a $5 million a year or higher revenue apparel business. Then go to LinkedIn and Twitter and email and tweet all of them and ask all of them for you to be their chief of staff, right hand man and to work side by side with that person for the next 18 months that's what I would do. Steak versus sizzle. There's no tactic that I'm going to tell you in the Ask Gary Vee show that's going to set you up for success. And to be very frank with you, and I don't want to hurt your feelings, Joey, and I have a lot of respect for you, and this is hurting everybody's collective feelings, my intuition is somebody building a really big business um, in the apparel space is not going to rely on one of their tactics being asking a business guru for advice tactically. So I would, uh, I would take that 3000 bucks and save it so that you can live with 17 roommates while you work for Carol Thompson and her $9 million a year apparel business and watch it up close and personal. India, do it one more time and I don't do this for humble bragging. I think it's important because a lot of you know India and know she's been in our ecosystem one more time, four years at Vayner? Almost four years now. India, three weeks in my inbox, say it one more time. Like different than you thought. Totally different. India learned more like you know it's only three weeks but like like, just different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just different. Yeah. Like, and you can't buy that. India sat here on all goddamn shows with you guys. India's written a ton of these stuff, has probably consumed way more of my voice than she would ever want to. Yet, in a 10 day period, being in my inbox, being close to the sun, she gained more context. I wouldn't say learned, you know, but like, holy crap, what? Yes and that's why so many of you are jumping to run a business and I'm a natural good businessman. Like a lot of you don't have as much natural entrepreneurial DNA as I do. I think you need to learn from the hip and I think the biggest mistake is you'd rather go get, and this is a different piece of advice for a lot of the college kids that I've reached through that one video. You'd rather go get that job at 63,000 at the Gap and be number 17,000 even though your ambition is to own your own fashion brand versus making no money teaming up with 19 roommates, living that ghetto lifestyle but being the right hand person of a, remember, it's far. if you want to start your own fashion brand, isn't it much better to be very close to a person that's got a three to five million dollar a year business because that's going to be your first step. Even if you're at the right hand of the CEO of you know, Nike or Adidas or Under Armour or Coach, like that's not the company you're going to build. You're gonna learn corporate America skills, so like I'm just completely pissed with the lack of, a, like it's a lack of patience. It's much cooler to say you're a founder of a company. Hey, bro, what do you do? Oh, I have my own brand. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm crushing it. And Joey, I'm not picking on you. This is a general statement. Yo, I've got my own business. That's sexy. I'm an entrepreneur. That's a rock star. You know, like that's cool right now, right? Not as cool as like, hey, bro, what are you up to? Oh. I'm like the junior assistant for Ricky Thompson for her, you know, underwear brand. What? You went to college for that? So, but I'm telling you right now, the person with the humility and the patience to do the second scenario is gonna win every time. like 99 out of 100 times, just what's gonna happen. I'm glad I got to say that. Glad that came out. It is true, it's super true. And when shit hits the fan, and it will, and people can't raise money, and it's not that easy, and, and you know, I mean, 3,000 bucks is not a lot of money to start a business. <laughs> like, Just too much dreaming right now. Question of the day, what have you been up to? I feel like I've really, you know, like it's been a couple of months here, it feels like I'm out of rhythm. I'm gonna read every single response to the comments here. And thank you so much for all the love on Daily V. It feels like everybody's really feeling what's going on over there. I appreciate that and I hope you're well. I miss you. Uh, we're getting close to the summertime. It's gonna be great. India, good job. Stephon Garrett, thank you so much for Facebook Live. You keep asking questions, I'll keep answering them.